0: Hello and welcome to this ConfectionNews.com podcast. I'm Oliver Nyberg and I'm joined by Scott Bush, Vice President of Marketing for DuPont. Um, The company has a probiotic called How Are You Restore? It's for digestive health and it's been used by US firm Active Delights in chocolate bars. Scott, thank you for joining us. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about this strain of probiotics and the potential benefits?
1: How Are You Restore is actually a four-strain combination of probiotic cultures. It contains two lactobacillus, it contains a lactobacillus acidophilus, NCFM, and a lactobacillus pericaceae culture, LPC37, and it contains two bifidobacteria, um, bifidobacterium lactis BIO7 and bifidobacterium lactis BLO4. So How Are You Restore in clinical testing delivers a 10 billion dose of equal combinations of those four strains and we've studied the combination and its impact on gut health.
0: Is it something that you can incorporate into chocolate?
1: The nice aspect about chocolate is we want to put probiotics into a system where moisture is minimized, and and chocolate is a low moisture system, so it's it's quite amenable to a probiotic delivery vehicle.
0: And Can you get the, uh, the dosage in chocolate to get the desired
1: effect? And if so, how much do you have to eat? the the clinical study dose of 10 billion can easily be incorporated. When we produce these cultures as a concentrate, they're 10 to 100 times more concentrated than the level we have to put in, in the probiotic chocolate. So we're putting less than a gram into a chocolate bar of the probiotic culture. In fact, probably closer to a tenth of a gram. So it's easy to to incorporate a 10 billion dose, which is the clinical documented dose, into into a chocolate bar.
0: What health claim would you be able to make on that type of product?
1: If we're in Europe where we're sitting right now in Geneva, we can't make any health claim unless we get approval from EFSA. We've done very, one very successful study on how are you restore. We have two more studies going on now. So the intention is if those two studies are also positive, we'll submit to EFSA and hopefully have a claim we can make in Europe within the next one to two years. In the United States, one could make a structure function claim, something about how this combination improves digestive health or gut health. In other parts of the world, maybe where the regulatory environment isn't more restrictive, we might be able to more directly state a health benefit which is shown in the clinical studies, such as helps prevent antibiotic-associated diarrhea, reduces C. difficile diarrhea, improves overall gut health, reduces bloating, reduces gas. And uh,
0: as it stands, you wouldn't be able to say
1: probiotic on the packaging in the EU, is that right? In Europe, it's up to the, the, the member states to really determine how they implement the EFSA regulations. And so there's some countries like Italy, which is being less restrictive, say, than maybe Sweden and some other countries where um, they have an approved health claim that can go on probiotic products. I believe you can still use the term probiotic in Italy. And
0: chocolate confectionery is typically an, in, an indulgence. So, I mean, you it, say it's, it's a good, good carrier for probiotics, but is there a market for it?
1: I believe there's a niche market for probiotics in a number of different delivery vehicles. Most people take probiotics in a pill, a capsule, or a tablet, or they take probiotics in yogurt, whether it be drinkable yogurt or a cup yogurt. But we do have these niche markets for probiotics in juices, for probiotics in cereals, for probiotics in bars, for probiotics in a confectionery. So yeah, I think there's a certain population that is gonna indulge their sweet tooth. But but while indulging that sweet tooth, it's nice to know that you're getting something with it that does have a health benefit, in this case, the health benefit for your your gastrointestinal system.
0: You recommend that product should be kept refrigerated. Why is that?
1: Probiotics in general are going to survive longer at refrigeration temperature than room temperature. So we've got probiotics that are very stable. They're stable at room temperature for 18 or even 24 months, but you've got to put higher overages at room temperature versus at refrigeration temperature. And so we would typically recommend when you put probiotics into a confectionery product to label it at least Best if refrigerated.
0: And are you capable of making? Uh, is a manufacturer capable of making a product with with your strain of probiotics that has reduced calories and perhaps perhaps uses a different sweetener other than sugar?
1: In terms of the the, the sweetener profile of the product, it, the bacteria really are not impacted. Whether we're using an artificial sweetener, whether we're using sugar or reduced sugar content, it w- shouldn't have any impact on, on the culture at all. Are
0: there any ingredients that do impact
1: the uh, the culture? Certain. Vitamins or minerals may have a negative impact on the culture, and we've done some work to try to determine what those are, and certain suppliers of vitamins may be different than other suppliers, so we have to be fairly particular. But also we want to avoid moisture in general. Probiotics prefer a dry environment. They can degrade more quickly in the presence of moisture. So chocolate's a good carrier system. What'd you write on the ingredients list? Typically on ingredients list, one would describe the four strains, so lactobacillus acidophilus, and you can list the strain designation, some companies do. What
0: sales channel would a, uh, would a probiotic chocolate bar, what, what sales channel would that work well?
1: I think the sales channel is going to work first of all where people are used to looking for a confectionery type product, okay? And if people have a sweet tooth, I mean I think the food drug mass channel is, is a place where people look for that. The health food store is a place where people look for that, but, but you know, places where you've got a, a concerning individual who's, who's, who's educated because obviously it's going to carry a higher price to put the probiotics in than the bar next to it without. So the person who's gonna pay for this is probably middle class, upper middle class, educated, goes on the internet to understand um, what they can do to improve the health benefits in in the products they're consuming. And uh, in this case, it's something that somebody can enjoy the the delight of having uh, a chocolate product but also when they're doing something good for themselves at the same time.
0: And and can the probiotics, can they work in other types of confectionery, like gummies, for example?
1: The issue with gummies in in, in a lot of other types of confectionery products is the moisture content that's present, and because probiotics are sensitive to moisture, and gummies are a good example of where there is too high a moisture content, stability is usually negatively impacted and it doesn't work so well in that sort of a a system. What about um, other confectionery? If there's other confectioneries where there's chocolate present, that really tends to be the best delivery vehicle. So we may have a bar that's enrobed in chocolate, We may have a bar that's got chocolate inclusions, chocolate chips or chocolate bits in it, Um, but it needs to be a confectionery that isn't baked because obviously if we put the probiotic in the oven, they're gonna be be killed. So we need to make sure that there's low temperature processing and typically a chocolate presence. When do you add the probiotic? Well, typically the probiotics would would be added, for instance, in a bar, if you've got a bar that's enrobed with probiotics, you would first maybe do some baking of the bar itself to get it put together. And then you would add the probiotics to the chocolate at about 90 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, depending on the melting point of the chocolate that you're using. And then enrobe the chocolate bar or the bar that you're working with. But try to keep the temperature, you know, Shortest, shorter period of time and the lowest temperature as you can get. I mean, what's the impact on taste? Really, there shouldn't be any impact on taste. The amount of probiotic we're adding to the bar, because the probiotic is such a highly concentrated culture when it goes in there, the usage rate is so small that the bars that I've tasted, we've been making for years now with probiotics, I, I couldn't tell one that had it in versus one that didn't. Scott, thank you very much.